The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. It's like you, you, no one's wearing their masks in the street. They put their masks on to the door. That's totally true. And then you sit down and take your mask off. What do I do? I avoided the danger zone. Like viruses accumulate around doorways. It's like walking through It's like taking the stuff out of your pocket when you go through an airport and you put the mask on. There you go. Off it comes. Once you sit down, you're safe because the virus is lighter than air. It rises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tēnā koutou, no mai haere mai. Welcome to a very special end of year edition of Gone by Lunchtime Court. Toby Manhire, Toko Ingoa, with me in the studio wearing nothing but Santa hats and reindeer bells are Annabelle Lee Mather. Kia ora. And Ben Thomas. Morena. Um, kia ora also to audio wizard Tiahe Butler. How are you? Great to buy. Thank you, Toby. Um, happy Christmas to all of our listeners, but especially to spin-off members. The spin-off uh, almost certainly wouldn't exist today. We're an office spin-off members, so I mean that sincerely. Love you. Love, love you very much. Love you almost as much as we love the bad boys of Brexit who Great will be listening now. Mm. Oh, don't, don't, don't disappoint your family and friends with another fucking goat from Oxfam. Yes. Give, give them a spin-off membership. Spin-off memberships for Yeah, Christmas help create a two-tier society in New Zealand like <laughs> mandates have by having like members' uh, friends and non-members' should friends. Should have members' passports? Yeah, got to scan, scan your members' certificates uh, yeah. before um, you can ask for Toby's autograph <laughs> out in the newly freed streets of Auckland. <laughs> Um, just do, do want to finish that point because it's important to the bad boys Brexit um, to really welcome your commitment to the podcast through the course of 2021 and um, into the new year. Uh, 2021 was the year of Delta. It was the year of the vaccine. It was the year of a hundred and who knows how many days in lockdown in Tamaki Makoto. It was the year of Judith Collins implosion. It was the year of Act Surge. It was the year of legs being spread. It was the year of Ben Thomas conquering the air fryer. It was mm. the year of Annabelle Lee Mather becoming beatified as the patron saint of pigeons. Tell me about your year 2021, Annabelle, or the year in politics. Can I just Wrap say... Wrap it up in a bow. I've, no? got, I've got a pigeon update. Oh, okay. Stop everything. Can you play the pigeon update <laughs> sting? Play the pigeon update sting. <laughs> Throw to the pigeon update sting. So yesterday, a pigeon like parked up at our front door in the afternoon and stayed there for ages. And our family just thought it was another weird pigeon hanging around. And then my husband went and had a look and he's like, darling, can you come and help? There's something wrong with the pigeon. So I went out, looked like a little drowned rat, picked it up 
didn't move or try to run away, had a look, its foot had been cut off. <gasps> so anyway, I like dried it off and put it in some towels and stuff and then drove it to the vet. And the vet's like, hi. It's the pigeon lady. <laughs> it's the lady that drops off pigeons that, you know, earn zero profit for our business. Is, is, he, like, is he like, it's going to the far, the pigeon farm <laughs> yeah. where they all oh, live yes, we'll take, going we'll to take see great care of it. days <laughs> in peace. <laughs> I'm gonna a, you sure it wasn't a turtle dove? No, I'm going to apply for some whānau order um, funding <laughs> for for the support that I give urban kereru. Do you think it sounds a little bit like the, the podcast version of a horse's head in your bed under your pillow? Mm. Maybe a rival podcast cut off a pigeon's foot and then placed it on your doorstep. Probably. Has that crossed your mind? I, it actually hadn't, but that makes complete sense. Now that you say it. If you turned it into a reality TV show as well, you could probably get about $2 million from the public interest broadcast, uh, public interest <laughs> journalism fund. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It could be a podcast, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> we should talk about that one. That, that, that's, I mean, they, that's call, they, they actually call the, the public interest journalism fund is now, this is true, abbreviated as the pitch. So ah. it would be kind of perfect. Um, what about the year, Annabelle, though? Um, now that we've um, covered the pigeon material, mm, mm. how would do you ever? Can you do you have a way of pithily summing up twenty twenty one in politics? Twenty twenty one in Aotearoa. Do you even know what twenty twenty one was? I mean, it's been said before, but it, it just was a bit of a shit show. Eh? Mm. It's just been a shit show of a year from start to finish. With some like really interesting things that happened and. You know, like what? To be honest, one of the stories that really stood out for me this year was Kitty Tapu Allen mm. and her cervical cancer journey because you know it was such a shock to see this amazing wahine be diagnosed at such a late stage with with um with cancer and you know she she's actually a tainer of mine. She was in, in Kahurangi at Auckland Girls and and younger than me. So and I've I've lost friends that are my age from cervical cancer. And of course mm. there's been that ongoing story about how do we about the need to introduce um, self-testing for wahine Māori and it being delayed and delayed and delayed. And then at one point, you know, Kitty shared that she'd been told she only had a 13% chance of survival. And then a couple of weeks ago, she passed it on Instagram that she's NED, which is um, no evidence of disease, which is just such wonderful, amazing News and um, just a story that I think really drove home how um, Māori health inequities can reach, mm. you know, wahine who you would think might be um, have less risk but but still do. So for me, that's been a really interesting one this year. Thank you for that. Toast to Kitty Allen, friend of the pod. Cheers, Kitty. Fantastic. Um, Modi order. Incredibly, incredibly happy for you, Ben Thomas. It was a year of two halves. Mm. We, we we all rung it in at 660 concerts around the country on December the 31st, 2020. Um, they were busy that day. It was like Santa. They, they appeared in every small coastal New Zealand town pub performing their greatest hits. <laughs> and, yeah. and we all shared in it together and Instagrammed it. Mm, um, we did. And then we, we entered into... Life, life as we knew it, back to normal. Um, 
lots of sort of smug pronouncements about how the team of five million, you know, if you could beat COVID if you just worked together. Um, that that sort of settled politics down a bit, sort of business as usual. You know, more emphasis went on things like, I think some people started to actually sort of realise that this government does actually have a very ambitious agenda um, this term. You know, things uh, like, you know, Three Waters came into focus, mm. the RMA reforms, um, fair pay agreements finally got off the ground, uh, were sort of free from the free from being tied to a chair by New Zealand First in the previous term. Uh, and you, you started to sort of see, you know, there were there were further benefit rises uh, in the in the um, budget. And it sort of seemed as if, uh, you know, we, we were kind of out of the COVID woods and the question again came on to delivery for, you know, Labour now, again, free from New Zealand first, no handbrake, just careering wildly down the motorway with no way of stopping. And um, Well, but there's normally a pedal brake as well. <laughs> we don't want to get technical. And uh, there was a, a, a bit of a... You know, and and some of those things seem to be proceeding very quickly, and you know, some got a few speed wobbles. Um, but I think there was, you know, there was an appreciation that uh, perhaps this term, the government would be really kind of uh, advancing, you know, what was sort of called its transformational mm. uh, agenda from the previous term. And then the second half of the year was just spent in my lounge. Um, just, <laughs> All just, of us. Just, just, yeah, Together. Just, 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 hang, just, just hanging out on my sofa just with the rest too. of New Zealand existing only as disembodied Facebook messages and, uh, you know, FaceTime audio calls. Um and then, and then it was today. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, we, and, and as of as of yesterday, we found out from the prime minister that uh, red levels go into orange on December the thirtieth, um, which means that the three of us have, I think, what uh, fifteen days to plan the biggest yes. party of all time in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have said it can't be done. You only have one wilted lettuce sandwich in a styrofoam container for all your guests. And I say, <laughs> let's just do it and be legends. It is a great relief, I'm sure, for all of us that we can now continue with our normal habit of having more than 100 people over to our houses for a, <laughs> <laughs> for a Saturday night, right? The One of the things I thought, I've talked to a few people in recent days about this, is that whereas 2020, all of the lockdown COVID crisis stuff was filled with this adrenaline and, you know, the every, you know it was just racing around our bodies and there was this sense of sort of apocalypse and everything was, we we're all listening hard to everything. At this time, it was much more of a kind of had a hangover feeling to it, you know. So there wasn't the same sense of kind of, the, the, you know, the, the, the sense of concerted effort had lost something. Of course it did. I mean, I'm, there was fatigue in terms of the commitment to the cause or whatever. Having said all that, I was just looking, you know, this morning, and we've got 89% of the whole country of the eligible 
uh, 12 and over eligible have had two doses of the vaccine. 90% are, uh, if you include those who are booked, um, you know, it's not, not running at 94% for one dose across the country. There have absolutely been some serious shortcomings, and we've traversed those in this podcast, so we won't just do that necessarily again right now. It's but, funny you say that about Delta type because when, when it was announced that there was one case and we were going into lockdown, mm. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to smash Delta. And everyone's going to, like, see us smash Delta and we're all going to do it together and we're just going to be, like, the kings of the world and everyone will be jealous of Time it. for special little New Zealand like, to oh shine again. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although then we would have been in a different kind of quandary at some point, wouldn't we, in terms of what happens. And, then, and now we've got the Omicron. Oh, God, I don't necessarily want to get into this any length because I've got a quiz to deliver. Okay, go. But, um, yeah, I mean, um, it's interesting in terms of the start of 2022 because we haven't also covered, we'll come to this in a bit, but the National Party feels like absolutely as though it's re calibrated and ready to perform the role of a functioning opposition, hopefully. And so I sort of feel as though after this year of a lot of work, especially from people who are involved in the vaccine rollout on the ground, huge amount of mahi across the board, but it still feels as though there's sort of a reset that we're ready to go. Oh, yeah. And look, we had to grapple with pretty important ideas of what it means to be a New Zealander this year. Um, it's pretty funny how quickly we incorporated, you know, <laughs> the coolest little COVID-beating <laughs> country in the world into our national identity. And I still don't know if people have got their heads around it. You know, as um, Auckland was sort of coming into level, what was it, three point picnic plus retail. 3.3 recurring. Um, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> 3.3 endless recurrence. <laughs> Just every day the same. Like like Nietzsche, Nietzsche's demon. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and th- th- there would be, you know, uh, reports and, you know, say s- stuff and they'd say, oh, three cases in Nelson and the mayor of Nelson is like, we don't know, you know, how big this outbreak will get. It's like, it. It, it'll get everything. Like, you you know, it's sort of like talking to people. I, I've spoken to a number of people who, like, now that Auckland has reopened, uh, sort of like, well, I'm just I'm just being a bit cautious. I'm just being a bit careful, just seeing how things go. It's like, get out there. There's not going to be any less COVID if you leave it longer. <laughs> like, the COVID, the COVID levels are going to go up, not down. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, get, get in quick. This is our little golden period, eh, before winter comes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's enjoy that golden period. We've got to do this quiz because the real pod's coming to the studio soon. Oh, and um, we started a little late. Uh, Incursion. Listeners. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's just run through this quiz. It's kind of, we'll see how it goes. Might. We've got a few guest questions. Yeah. I don't know anything. Exciting. Ah. So if I if it turns out I don't know any of the answers. Yes. I'll just take. I'll I'll just ask Tahi to stop recording. Yes. I'll spend five minutes thinking of a zinger. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll like give the signal. Yeah. And then we'll just pretend it's like a seven days okay. kind of. Ah, ha, ha, oh. Right. Wow. Yeah. Really, just it's uh, all the magic's off, all in the like, edit. Um, I mean, not many people know that we actually record for six hours to no. achieve the, the level of alchemy that you. If at <laughs> the end of no. the questions I'm losing, then I think we should go to a best of three, and if I'm still losing, a best of five, okay. and so on Double until. I've got like a mana enhancing yeah. result. Okay, cool. okay, okay. Let's 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 get started. Let's um, go. Uh, who did Mike Hosking and March accuse of quote running for the hills? 
Jacinda. Jacinda. You see, this is easy, right? That was because Jacinda Ardern, of course, decided she was not going to appear routinely on the Mike Hosking show any longer. And um, we had a little kind of uh, sequel to that recently when we discovered that David Seymour... Uh, and the ACT caucus, I think, are no longer going to be appearing on Morning Report. Supplementary answer to that, um, I said that I thought it was a good thing because she said she was going to make more time for diverse media. Yes. And you guys asked me how many times would you be, would you be, how many how many appearances would it take for you to be happy for, for her, her to come on the, on the hurry? Hurry? And we got her three times, which three is what times. we wanted. So okay, all right. I'm okay with that. All right, okay, good. I, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, government has a slightly greater responsibility, I think, to front up than opposition. Opposition, it's really just about, you know, do you want coverage? And, you know, David Seymour, you know, he could, he could, he can appear in any dance off around mm. the country and get as many listeners as Morning Report. Although well, you're still too, an elected th- official. So. I think, to be fair, she didn't say she would no longer appear on Mike Hosking end of. She simply said that she wouldn't be doing the weekly regular thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, next question. The new leader of the National Party, Christopher Luxon, appeared on the television program The Project the other night. That's like a podcast except for pictures. When asked what are his weaknesses, he replied specifying which two delicious and statesmanlike food products. Do you know either of them? Uh, I can actually he- hear the silence. Like one, in, one is like a delicious sweet thing you might buy at a bakery. And the other is a bit like what John Bishop likes, but not. Is it a quite. cinnamon bun a and no. a mince pie? Is it an apple good, turnover? Good. You're close, close enough. You both get maximum points. That's custard squares good. and meat pies. Oh my God, I love a custard square and a meat it's pie. It's classic, classic. Custard square is a classic. <clears throat> oh, He's I've gone got, I've, up I've, a little bit in my estimations with I've that. I've got a writer's stuff column um, next week for the 23rd, where I assume there won't be a lot happening news wise. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to list my my sort of service worker grievances. Yeah. Um, you know, they didn't they didn't have the kind of lighter that I wanted. Yeah. At the gull. Yeah. So <laughs> that might be a two parter. We might take that into the new year. I think you should do it. Not I to be pedantic, but mm. did he say a meat yeah, pie well, that's or what a he mince said. pie? Liar. A meat pie. Different. Nobody goes to the bakery and order. Can I have a meat oh, pie? You either get a mince pie, a mince and cheese pie, a steak pie, yeah, a steak and cheese, or a steak and cheese. Maybe he was using another cheese. category. He does not go to the bakery and buy pies. It's like when he you go to. He just got caught out red-handed. No, I don't think so. I think he buys steak and kidney if it's available. The lack, lack of specificity gives that one away. Used to be remember, he's a chief executive, right? Like down, down, down at the you know fucking Point Chev Bakery where you go, where you and Toby meet up for a. Like he's going, he's going to, he's going to Casador. He's mm. getting like a wagyu beef pie with bechamel sauce. No, he'd, right? he'd like, have like a he's baggage a ragu pie. He'd have a baggage handler kidney pie <laughs> kind of vibes. Uh, what I what I what I what I love is occasionally you go to a, a sort of a restaurant around the back of somewhere, and it would have a meat curry. On the, which always just makes me imagine I'll have one meat curry. The special. <laughs> um, right. Uh, in September, two people were caught after allegedly trying to cross the border into Auckland. Neither was a lawyer or a horsey man, but these people were caught with $100,000 in cash and a boot full of what? Casey. Too easy. Well done. Which two Labour MPs attempted to out-alpha one another in photos that showed them getting their vaccination shirtless? Stuart Nash. And Hipkins, was it? No, Peony. 
obviously. Oh. Mm. Um, and and Nashi Nashi said, "Oh, that's not much of a shoulder there, isn't he, or something like that." <laughs> and, and Stuart Nash's explanation is um, when he was tracked down by Ace Investigative reporter and new spin-off editor uh, Madeline Chapman, he said that. The reason that he had to take off his shirt for his first vaccination and the accompanying Instagram photo was that uh, he obviously he couldn't roll his shirt over the guns. No, that, impossible. No, uh, but he nor could he slip it over his shoulder and do a bit of a contortionist shimmy because he had hurt his back getting gains in the gym. <laughs> he had been he had been hitting wow. the iron too hard, and he was he was carrying an injury. Like wow. Um, so, and and my favorite bit about it because it made me very it made me sort of like nostalgic and wistful and very glad at the end, for the end of my past life was that the person who had to take the photo was Barbara Edmonds, um, the Mana MP, mm. because they were out on the campaign trail together, and he decided to get his vax at the time. And she used to work in his office as his private secretary for revenue when mm. she was with Inland Revenue, and it's just it just made me remember what it's like to be a ministerial staffer slash aide slash manservant. <laughs> like, just, just a vassal who has to just... How do like, you think oh. that Christopher Finlayson would have... Had, would he have ripped his shirt off for a vaccination? Finlayson's in good shape. He used, to go, he? he used to go to the gym three times a week in the morning before work. And on those days, I would try and come later. I actually think he's been <laughs> tremendous in the in the National Party stuff. I mean, he'll go back to being um, well-behaved and quiet now, but he should really have a talk show, I think. I would actually quite like to hear him doing talk back or hosting a talk. He's very funny. Oh, for the he'd be great. Yeah, he's, he's great talent. Okay, we he, should he, can't, he, can't just, he can't leave anything just for that. What about Chris <laughs> Finlayson as the new uh, News Hub political editor? That would be... On the Nation, a, replacing Tova. The new Nation he could host. have one on, like, Totoko FM or something. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, he used to have... Uh, Tahu he, FM. Before he entered Parliament, or maybe when he was a first-term MP, he had a talk show on, like, Access Wellington Did Radio. He? And he and Tim, wow. he'd have Tim Grosser on. It's his most regular oh guest. God. And the two of them would just talk about which classical music was boorish yeah. nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Virgin. <laughs> oh, I can't bear the idiot. Yeah, talking about the Nissian Do you have a question what? for us? I, um, yeah. Trying to do a question. Okay. Go on. What is Matarangi? A, a Christmas celebration where all the lost Air New Zealand gets delivered, all, all <coughs> the lost Air New Zealand luggage gets delivered to random Aucklanders. Mm-hmm. B, where Christopher Luxon has one of several holiday mansions. Mm-hmm. Or B, what Luxon referred to. Wait, that's, you've done, a, what? A, B, B. No. Oh, there are only two so far. There was gonna, no, that was B. That and was now B. I'm on to C. Okay. Where Chris Luxon has a holiday. Oh, no, shit. That sorry. was B. <laughs> wait, C. Okay, wait. Here's yeah. C. Okay. Can you have a, have a no, look at No, no, don't. No, let's, that's good. This is a okay. good content. What Luxon <laughs> referred Matariki to. Oh, my God. I can't even speak English. Um, How do you say this? How Luxon. How Luxon referred to Matariki? Okay. On the nation. I'm going with C. Oh, no, not on the nation. <laughs> <laughs> on Q&A with Jack Tame. Okay, this has gone poorly, hasn't I'm going, it? I'm going C. I'm not a quiz master. You're correct. Um, you, you ben, do you have a question? No, I forgot that we had to do them. 
Do you want to, you're not even going to come up with uh, one on the spot? That's, that you couldn't good. do worse than that. Come on. <laughs> no, that was quite good. That was quite funny. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to keep going. You can jump in with one. If, I've got a yeah, few more, and then we've right. got our special guest questions. Okay. This is the 24th Gone By Lunchtime podcast of 2021. Is it? Yeah. Do you know we're doing this podcast? This is the sixth Christmas special we've done. Oh, my God. How, how long, incredible. when did we start? Was it 2016, I think. 2016. So we've been, you know, like, there's um, how many national leaders have we seen off? Hey, do you want to know something weird? Go on. You know, like, when you asked me to come and do an interview with you, to which ended up being the first episode of Gone By Lunchtime. Oh, yeah. And it was like a podcast. Mm. I had no idea. I thought it was like a once-off thing. And I oh. remember I just had Waitaiki <laughs> and I had like mean mum brain and I said like lots of English words like really, really wrong and gave <laughs> terrible reckons, which is a legacy I continue to this oh, day. But I had no idea it was a regular thing. And then you, and you emailed me back and you're <laughs> like, um, okay, so on the next episode, I was like, what? Is this... Is this like a regular, an wow. ongoing thing? Wow. Yeah, yes. now New Zealand's most longest running, most beloved, and probably only podcast. Mm. Well, I think there's number one, in there. baby. Did you see that? Not to be Skydy Pants, but we were number one oh, on yeah, the we Apple s- Podcast chart. We yeah. smashed. What are they called? Zeke we're and like Ed the Madonna. Or, who are they? ZM people. Fletch and Vaughan. Oh yeah, Fletch and Megan. Smash them. Yeah, Dom and Jolly. I fucking no. wasted them. Um, wasted. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Anyway, well, I mean, who, can't see, can't no, surpri- no surprise when gold like this is trickling into your ears. <laughs> oh, every yeah. listeners. Um, this is the 24th Gone by Last Time, Gone by Last Time podcast in 2021. What is the average running time of the first 23? The average the running time of the of, of our podcast this year. Uh, I'm going to say 54 30. minutes. 54 minutes for Annabelle Lee. Because I always say, let's try and keep it to half an hour. And you guys are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, we're at 45 minutes. And I'm like, guys, wrap it up. No, it's tight, tight 30. 30. Exactly. It's the mean, it's the exactly mode, and it's 30. the median. Every episode has been exactly 30. Do you, do you want to have a, have a go? The average length of the Gone Balance Fan podcast. You've been involved in probably the second uh, half of them. So I'm going to say 42 minutes. The answer is 41.95 minutes. 42 minutes. You have not seen that answer. That no. is the first time. That is no, oh it's God. off the cuff. Congratulations to You win Christmas. On the New Zealand traffic lights, on the roads rather than in the COVID <laughs> yeah, framework, Christmas, the according to official TV, legislation, right? mm. the three colours are red, green, and what? Orange. Amber? No, it's orange. It is orange. You're both wrong, and you clearly didn't read my Pulitzer-winning diatribe in the spin-off. <laughs> it's yellow. Oh. Oh. It's the official colour of the middle. Oh, no. it- Wait, but the Prime Minister's been saying it's- orange. Exactly. What exactly. the fuck? It's a scandal. Um, uh, okay, very quickly. Who in October said to Jacinda Ardern, we've scrummed down, we've packed tight, and together we've got the ball over the line? Said to Jacinda. Yes. Scrum down. Somebody who's in a bit of bother lately. Was it Judith Collins? No. Scrum down. Scrum down. We scrum down. We've packed tight and together we've got the ball over the line. Was it Boris Johnson? Yes, it was Boris Johnson. Ah, wow. And the the, the, uh, agreement in principle for the the, the, uh, 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 agreement in principle for the the uh, FDA. uh, FDA. I forget about the outside world. In September, Mm. John, John Key wrote a column in which he critiqued the government's COVID response and used the phrase smug hermit. Kingdom. Which of the following did not publish the piece? The Herald on Saturday, the Sunday Star Times, the Otago Daily Times website, News Hub website, and Radio New Zealand website. Radio New Zealand. RNZ. Yeah, that's correct. Well done. 
Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. Okay, we're going to go to the special guest questions. Um, Can you give us the first one? Everyone listen up, please. Yeah, g'day. Kieran McAnulty here, MP for Wairarapa. My question is, who is the oldest member of the parliamentary cricket team? Ah, Anyone got any? Oldest member of the parliamentary cricket team. Just just MPs or Mm -hmm. the... Mm Because there might be like a parliamentary librarian that they get one to roll that roll over. I'm going to say I'm just like, going to go uh, Jerry Brownley. Jerry Brownley. I was all in the the parliamentary cricket team. Um, I reckon uh, I need to think. Who's someone, in the I parliamentary reckon, cricket team? Name them. I'm going to say it's McKelvey. Nailed say McKelvey. it. Nailed it. Ian McKelvey. Oh, no, I shouldn't say nailed it. I should say let's listen to the answer. Oh, sorry. And the answer is Ian McKelvey at the ripe old age of 69. Nice. Great age, great age. Um, ben, you're such a nerd. Those um, those parliamentary sporting teams are kind of a rot. Like the parliamentary rugby team is about sort of four MPs, always Stuart Nash, always Mark Mitchell, <laughs> and and then they just sort of you know they get like you know security guards and they'll they'll get you know a particularly fit comms yeah, manager. Who's, from like who's, who's work social netball team doesn't have a few ring-ins, <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, let's go to this one. Kia ora, Karen. That was awesome. Uh, kia ora. This is Debbie Ngariwa Packer, the co-leader for Te Pāti Māori. Uh, Merry Christmas, whānau. Hope you're all well. Uh, my partai is how many times has Rawari Waititi and Debbie Ngariwa Packer being kicked out of the house? Twice. The Rawari's been twice. I'm going to give Debbie one, three. I think they go together, don't they? Oh, they're not always both there, though. Oh, oh I don't even know. I'm going with twice. I'm going to say three. Let's, 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 let's roll the answer. I'm going to throw the answer. The answer is three times, oh. although officially I haven't been kicked out at all like Rawari has, but I have walked out in solidarity and done kind of at the end of it as well. Can't all the best. Um, these, the, Debbie. these Air Jordans were made for walking. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's keep uh, rocking on through. Next one, please. Oh, kia ora, Tefano. My name is Chloe Swarbrick, and I am the Green Party MP for Auckland Central. My question is, on what bill and on what topic did Labour not vote for a Green Party supplementary order paper, or SOP, in my name, despite Minister David Parker declaring in the committee chair that it was actually Labour Party policy? Bring the SOPs to the Gone by Lunchtime Uh, Christmas quiz. She's too much of a nerd. Um... I uh, misuse of drugs mm. bill amendment bill misuse of drugs amendment bill. That's it. Yeah, it's something to do with endo. <laughs> okay, let's hear. Let's hear from the Auckland Central MP. And the answer is 
my SOP on the Child Support Amendment Bill oh. debated on Tuesday the 16th of March, which would have fixed the cruel law that strips child support payments from custodial parents if they are beneficiaries, compounding disadvantage. While it was Labour policy, Minister Parker indicated that it was too expensive or just not a priority. And here is, of course, a fun reminder that Labour are yet to implement the 42 recommendations of the Welfare Expert Advisory Group, of which this was recommendation number 27. Sorry for all of that cheer. Auckland Central Rocks, Party Back Green. Oh my God, I love her. I love her so much. Clothes will be available for all your Christmas parties, but that's bummits fizz. Let's go to our next. Yeah, g'day. It's David Seymour from ACT. And uh, the question is, what did I say was my biggest mistake in 2021? Oh. His biggest... Wait, was this when he left his car at... Auckland Airport because he th- believed Jacinda that it would be a short, sharp lockdown, and then he got it whacked with a bill for three grand <laughs> after eight weeks. That's pretty. That's Sounds pretty good. interesting answer. That was what you were thinking as well, isn't it? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's hear from the leader of the Act Party. The answer is believing the Prime Minister when she said that it would be a short, sharp lockdown from August. I left my car in the short-term parking at Auckland Airport, and I just want to say no taxpayer funds were harmed. Thank you very much to AIAL for waiving the fee. You know what? Real people, real problems, eh? That's what this podcast is all about, and it's just really good to be be reminded about the shit that really counted in 2021 and the hardships. Ngāpuhi whānau like um, the Seymour's face. Kia ora. I mean, the, the, oh, the that's only a good question. Thanks, the, thanks, David. The only thing I have to add to that is when I when I was leaving my when I left my car in the Napier Airport mm. to fly up to Auckland, I think to see you guys. In fact, um, when I came da- when I came back down, like I went to the cash machine and I was feeling really hungover and uh, not the cash machine, the, the parking like thing to pay my you know exorbitant ticket, you know, like seventy or eighty bucks or something. And like the digital display said like, you know, fifty eight dollars and then it was like change is possible. And that was the turning point of my life. It's mm, <laughs> wonderful to have inspirational more, more yeah. of these inspirational messages from Ben Thomas. Let's go to our next question. Kia ora and Merry Christmas. In my memoir, National Identity, which Labour Party cabinet minister and relative did my family cheer on when we saw him come on the TV as I was growing up? Um, that was Simon I Bridges. Oh, can I just say that I wouldn't know because Simon didn't send me a oh, copy of his yeah. book. Yeah, I was, I was I'm guessing say. that maybe it's Korowetiri. Did he say a Labour MP? Yeah, I, he didn't he, specify it. I think. Oh. Uh, yeah, I yeah similarly. Um, oh no, I think he did. He it, said, "Which Labour Party cabinet minister?" Yeah, if I, I think it's Korowetiri. If I had had been sent a copy of the book, mm. then you know maybe, but I guess I guess I'll never know or care. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is just a few shopping days away, <laughs> so I'm sure we can so, resolve. Somebody sent me a really mean picture of like Judith Collins's. Biogra- autobiography like um, reduced to clear four dollars ninety nine. Oh, I saw that on Twitter. The that's some, sad, that's, that's sad, unkind, and unnecessary. The um, book sold quite well. I will say, however, that Simon Bridges just 
uh, introduced this question in my memoir, National Identity. The book says on the front, not a memoir. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, should we, should we hear what Simon yes, Bridges has to yes. say? And the answer is Koro Wetere. Kia ora. There we go. Well done, Annabelle. Koro Wetere was uh, MP for, from 1969 to 1996. Um, before, uh, before the Māori Party, those Labour MPs really stuck around in the Māori seats. Yeah. They, uh, Western, Western Māori, he was the, uh, the MP4. Also, I think, uh, might be a Nanaia Mahuta relative. Uh, Is that right? Sounds like she, he, she, I she, think she's, she's, rela- she's related to Paul Eagles. She's money for money as well. So yeah, I, oh, think, and, I think she's more closely related to Paul Eagles. And well, it's not like it has to be one or the other that personally no, no, you're related no, no, to. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, it doesn't work like that. And great, great news for Nanaia Mahuta. Um, some of the the fruits of the seeds she planted when she was in opposition mm. and was helping negotiate the Maniapoto settlement mm. uh, mm, with the yeah, Crown. Yeah. Um, finally, that got uh, over the line. Uh, the deed of settlement was signed. It's a big settlement. It's about $180 million or something and uh, an important one because there's a lot of Raupatu and land confiscation there and Andrew Little what's shepherded it, that through. What's it worth? $180 million. Something like that, yeah. In real terms, it's probably more like... You know, a couple of billion, but, you know. All right. Now we're working our way up to the real power in New Zealand politics. Kia ora koutou, meri kirihimete. My name is Tova O'Brien. I'm News Hub's political editor, kind of, a bit between jobs. I'm also a long-time listener, first-time caller, and big fan of Gone by Lunchtime. Like our political polls, my 2021 political quiz question is a bombshell, game-changer, seismic blockbuster <laughs> that will change the political landscape as we know it. Where was Simon Bridges drinking beer just hours before Judith Collins dropped her bombshell, game-changer, seismic blockbuster press release <laughs> um, where would he have been? Uh, do we? I. Would it be now, like? was it, it was 9 p.m. that it came out, eh? Mm, 9.30, I think, yeah. Is so that the, like a Bellamy's or a, or a backbenchery well, vibe? Oh, or it, a it green parity It must vibe be the backbenchery, right? Because they because the house was still sitting, so mm. everyone was required to be on the premises. So I think. Yeah, it's got to be the backbencher. Dillinger's at a stretch. But I don't know if Dillinger's is open that late on a Wednesday. Mm. So I'm going to say... So you're thinking, thinking sort of proximity to... Mm. What, what else? The Bellamy's, backbenchers, anything thistle, else? The Thistle the Inn thistle in. just down the road. That's, yeah, that's a, anything else? The thing is, once once you get past the back... <laughs> I mean, there's also... Uh, the, the other 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 way, other direction? Other direction? There sure. is... Uh, oh, Wait! The what's the Bob Jones one called? And he made them remove the pokies because he thought they were distasteful. Incidentally, Bob Jones said I look like a serial killer this week. Can oh. we get like the spinoff is successfully mobilised against him before because did, of his where outrageous did, where did, where did, where divisive comments? Where did this happen? Where did this happen? It was well, it was on his blog, so I can't appeal to well, anyone well, to have him fired. Yeah, but what? <laughs> what <laughs> where, in what context did you emerge as a? Serial killer identicate. Oh no, that was that was the whole blog post. Really? Yeah, I think well, he he said the what did he say? He said that uh, stuff for a bunch of dastardly lefties oh, yes. but published my columns, which were very intelligently oh, written. Yes. Uh, but stuff had a plan to like you know neutralise that by publishing my photo along with. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've traversed the stuff byline <laughs> photos before on this podcast, and look, it wasn't a good day, and 
Do you know? You're thinking of the one that's got like a, it's got an English pub type name that's on yeah, the Yeah, uh, the, the chart. Uh, it's not that. Not that one. No. What else was there? There's Pilkington. Is it called, still called Pilkingtons? Is, was he, oh, he wasn't like Dragonfly, is it? No, why would he be there? Dragonfly. Um, I don't, I don't place, go boozing that often in Wellington, so I can't. No, oh, Fox uh, Love. I'm, I'm thinking of Fox Love. Um, Shall we hear? Shall we? Shall yeah, we? Shall yeah. we? Shall Let's we hear Auntie from Tova. Auntie Tova directly? Yeah. And the answer is Huxley's the bar just across from Parliament. How do I know this? Because I too am lazy and default to the nearest watering hole. It is also, <laughs> as it turns out, the perfect place to spy on politicians. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Tova. Tova is She's um, amazing. Is, uh, in the new year beginning as a as a host on the on the morning show, Tova. And what are they calling the station? Today, is it? Today. Today. The new, the, 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 the intellectual property of Magic Talk has been bought by Sean Plunkett's The Platform for $1.80. <laughs> and, and so now the media works are rebranding. So we're excited about that. All right, we've got one left. Let's go. Kia ora, this is Jacinda Ardern. Who would win the Ohakuni Award in politics this year? Good question. What's the Ohakuni? <coughs> Good question. Let's work it out. Let's think about it. The biggest carrot. Ooh. Is that what that is? That's you you that you're getting warmer. Is that's what is that what Ohakuni's known for? Yes, it is. And and and, um, and for and producing ch- and chocolate eclairs as well. They sell chocolate eclairs at the four square. They do. They also have quite a big mountain. But that's irrelevant. Is it so? The Okuni Award would that be for the biggest carrot? So yeah. that would be for Jacinda Ardern for offering incentives to vaccinated people. Oh, I see. As opposed to sticks, yeah, yeah. that would be. Mm. So that would be Jacinda Ardern awarding the Okuni Prize to Jacinda Ardern wins the Okuni Award. Interesting. Yeah. Or is it a cruel jibe at redheaded MPs? Oh, <gasps> Chris Hipkins. Hmm. Chris Hipkins. Nick Smith. Oh, Nick Smith. Maybe he does. Or Maybe. is it to do with carrots and diamonds and therefore to oh, do with... Oh, wins it because she's getting married? No. Well. Well, have we seen the ring? Um, didn't someone spot the engagement ring? But that's not diamondy, is it? I don't know. How does it work? Um, wait, okay. Carrots of... Uh, di- no, that's a red herring. Car- oh. Something to do with that. I don't... Or either that or it's the person who produces the most carrots. Can you remember a carrot appearing in the New Zealand political discourse in 2021? No? You will remember. This is full-on Citizen Kane shit. This is just yes, like it is. Jacinda Ardern's last words were <laughs> oh, a Cooney Award. <laughs> it's like, I mean, trying to unravel the mystery of a sense. This is just more of her fucking almond milk bullshit. Should we just play the answer? Yeah, play the answer. And the answer? Carmel Cipollone. The services to the promotion of carrots. You're both still looking puzzled. What the hell? No Do you idea not what remember? She's talking about. I don't remember anything before sitting in my lounge for six months or whatever. Carmel Cipollone yeah. was on a Zoom call on one of those select committees, oh, and his son right. came into the room with a carrot that looked, looked a like little it. bit like Roman Roy in the penultimate episode of Succession, towards the end. There, ah. it had a 
on the. That's ah, right. Did he actually have the carrot, or yeah, he just, had he just seen it? No, I think he brought the carrot into the frame. He was waving the old um, fella, okay. fella carrot around. We'll we'll have a freeze frame zoom shot of this. In the, te- in, in the in the members section, yeah, they, <laughs> ten dollars per month for your loved ones. If you subscribe now for a Christmas gift, you get a framed Toby Morris illustration oh. of the carrot. Mm. Um, well, a framed Toby illustration. We can't uh, promise any more detail on that front. Look, thanks very much to all of those politicians who so generously sent in questions to the inaugural Gone by Lunchtime Christmas quiz. Um, for the year 2021, um, I think that we've kind of come to a thudding end. We were going to talk a bit more about the parties, but we can we can save that until no, uh, plenty of time. Like, we'll do, I think everyone knows. Everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows. I think everyone knows about think. the parties. Yeah. Um, and we will we'll do it yeah. in the new year. We'll get into we'll do, we will all deliver our State of the Nation speeches, <laughs> <laughs> full 60 minute special editions in January. Mm-hmm. I think there's also going to be a few reissues over the summer, so you can listen again to um, us talking if that's something you wish to do while you're lying. On the beach. Have you got any final Christmas messages to the uh, beloved erudite, frankly beautiful listeners of Gone by Lunchtime, Ben Thomas? Um, look, it's you know, it's it's been an honour to share my lounge with you all this mm. year. Mm. God, those all those podcasts we did, where we were sitting at nine o'clock at night, Tiahi is nodding his head with a kind of sort of slight PTSD mm. shudder in it. Locked <laughs> 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 down. That was a time. It's quite nice to be able to be in a room together. Annabelle, have you got any parting wishes for the for Tanga to go on by lunchtime? Just be kind to the pigeons in your neighbourhood. And be kind to the pigeons in Annabelle's neighbourhood. They're yeah. really going through it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just please don't sever the limbs of <laughs> pigeons and leave them on her doorstep. That's that's not okay. Um, thanks to you here for uh, making everything uh, go so swimmingly. Thank you to everybody. Have a really great Christmas and a great new year, whatever traffic light you may find yourself in, and we look forward to catching up in the new year. Emihi nui, tēnei kia koutou. Kia ora e te iwi, te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.